1: Uh, There is a reason, or there's always a reason, but there's another reason to say uh, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Uh, In Texas today, a bill has taken effect into law that limits abortions only to those cases where a fetal heartbeat is not detected. And boy, are the leftists mad about it. Uh, Eleven Planned Parenthood clinics in Texas have stopped scheduling abortions For those who are beyond the sixth week of their pregnancy. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And of course, the leftists are very, very mad. And of course, our devout Catholic president is not happy with it either. Uh, Joe Biden, in a statement today from the White House on Texas Senate Bill 8, says the Texas law will significantly impair women's access to health care they need particularly the communities of color and individuals with low incomes. My administration is deeply committed to the constitutional right established in Roe v. Wade nearly five decades ago and will protect and defend that right to murder children. I added the last part. Uh, Good, good, good for you, Joe Biden, devout Catholic, deeply committed to murdering kids. Um, He does not change his spots. No, he does not. Uh, Now, I promised you that Jake Sullivan audio here is your national security advisor on uh, the question of whether or not the Taliban is our enemy. What is the Taliban? Are they now our frenemy? Are they our adversary? Are they our enemy? Are they our what are they?
0: Well, it's hard to put a label on it, in part because we have yet to see what they are going to be now that they are in control, physical control of Afghanistan. They will in the coming days announce a government. That government is going to go around seeking diplomatic engagement, even recognition from other countries, including the United States. In fact, the Taliban spokesman today said... He was looking for positive relations on behalf of the Taliban, especially with the United States. Mm. We're not just going to grant positive relations to the Taliban. They are going to have to earn everything from the international community through actions, not words. That begins with safe passage for Americans and Afghan allies. And that also includes them living up to their counterterrorism commitments, including that Afghanistan can never again be used as a base from which to attack the United States or or our allies again.
1: Oh, so in order to have great relations with the United States, let me get this straight. They have to let our citizens who want to come to our country, they have to let them out of their country. Our country's citizens. That establishes them in good standing with us. They have to do us the favor of allowing our citizens safe passage out of their country to our country. Hmm. So, in other words, they have to let. Our citizens do what our citizens can do in any other country in the world? Mm, okay. Now, I'm sure that the families of the victims of 9-11, who were incinerated in the towers by jet fuel catching fire, who plunged to their death because the heat of the fire was too hot for them to stand or those who stormed the cockpit of flight 93 in shanksville pennsylvania or the people in the pentagon who were working to protect our country when they were murdered by a jet flying into the pentagon i'm sure those families have no problem at all taking a wait and see approach on whether the taliban is our friend or our enemy or our frenemy because i mean hey it's only It's been all of 20 years since they harbored Osama bin Laden and gave him the ability to launch those attacks. I mean, am I crazy? Am I an unforgiving person that doing that to American citizens, allowing that to happen to American citizens? I'm putting you on the enemy's list forever. The issue of whether I can trust you again is already decided by what you did with bin Laden, by what you did allowing a suicide bomber through your own incompetence or through planning to blow up 13 American service personnel. The jury in the courtroom of Bruce Hooley's mind on the Taliban returned a unanimous verdict enemy a long time ago. Not in Jake Sullivan's mind. Not in Joe Biden's mind. Not even in the mind of Nicole Wallace who asked that stupid question. Although it's not a stupid question if it gets a great answer. And it got a great answer. Bothersome, nonsensical, and deranged, though it may be. Ah, nice segue. Speaking of nonsensical and deranged, a my pillow store. Set to open in Clintonville has inspired considerable consternation among the locals. Uh, Roy Hanna, who is part of a five person investment team planning to open the My Pillow Store at forty three ten North High Street, uh, is sideways with local residents because it's a my pillow store. That's right. You got it. People in Clintonville are triggered by a pillow store. They probably feel unsafe that Roy Hanna and his investors plan to sell pillows. Pillows, I said. Uh, Roy Hanna says on his social media he has been called a terrorist, an insurrectionist, and a pedophile. Why in the world does Roy Hanna want to sell my pillow products? Because he says I like the product. Ah. Good for you, Roy. Aaron, uh what do you think about the first ever Bruce Hooley show remote being from the My Pillow store in Clintonville? I think it's a great fit. Do you think the locals would show up to protest? Maybe. Do you think we'd have any wingmen or women from the Bruce Hooley Show audience who would show up to defend our honor and the honor of Roy Hanna and his constitutional right to sell pillows. Are you proposing a pillow fight? (laughs) I don't think it'd be a pillow fight. (laughs) I don't think it'd be a pillow fight. Oh my goodness. Hey, Roy, you keep doing what you're doing, brother. He wants to be an exclusive carrier of my pillow products. Good for you, Roy. Although I don't know. I suppose I shouldn't turn this into a shameless plug for the promo code, Bruce. (laughs) I don't know how Roy's prices compare to the promo code, but I'll tell you this. Anything for the MyPillow team, I'm for it. Yes, here's his quote. I plan to sell the product because the product's great. Man, what is wrong with you, Roy Hanna? An American businessman who wants to sell great products, who wants to help the residents of Clintonville and maybe four other locations around town get better sleep imagine that imagine wanting to sell a great product at your store i don't know what's the matter with you roy you should want to sell inferior woke pillows to those Clintonville people uh not a coincidence yesterday when i gave you the report of stores in columbus that are requiring masks did i say three of them were in clintonville i dare say You'll be able to go mask-free at the My Pillow store at 4310 North High. Roy, any way I can help you, reach out. Bruce at 989theanswer.com. Now, speaking of the woke mob, uh, New York Jets rookie quarterback Zach Wilson has committed the unpardonable sin in stinks of blue voters New York. What did Zach Wilson do? Did he take a position on... Uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo? No, he did not. Did he take a position on communist mayor, Bill de Blasio's COVID lockdowns and mask mandates and the like? No, he did not. Zach Wilson, the new quarterback of the New York Jets, did something far worse. Zach Wilson (laughs) stood for the national anthem at a recent preseason game, and his mother had the temerity to post a picture of her son indicating how proud she was of him on Instagram. Uh, She was brutally attacked by the uh, Twitter mob because she was glorifying, quote, sentiment used to attack kneeling football players who protest racism and police brutality. That's right. That's right. On September the 1st, 2021, we have advanced to the point in America where Posting a picture of your son standing for the National Anthem is a practice that results in widespread criticism. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Well, I'm glad for you, Lisa Wilson, for standing up for your son. You are, you are, a, uh, you are a patriot, and you are a hero. <laughs> it's amazing. What we are dealing with. Now, speaking of tough moms, wait until I tell you about this California mom and what she did to prove how tough she is. That's next on The Bruce Hooley Show. Home stretch, Bruce Hooley Show. We hand it off to Dennis Prager at the top of the hour. We will get Mark Milley and Lloyd Austin from the Pentagon today at 1 p.m. or thereabouts if they're on Joe Biden time. Uh, it'll be, you know, three 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 3.30, maybe 4 o'clock. Biden is always late. You know, that's disrespectful. Being late is a sign of disrespect to others. There's uh, no reason why Joe Biden's time is any more precious to him than other people's time is to them. But he indicates... His disdain for people uh, by continually being late. He indicates his disdain for the people mourning the loss of 13 American service personnel by continuing to check his watch. I got other places to go. I don't want to be here. Oh, I have to talk to you? Oh, let me tell you about my son, Bo. Feel sorry for me. I don't have time to feel sorry for you. Uh, Joe Biden is a failed leader. This point made eloquently by Sean Parnell on the Tucker Carlson show last night.
0: There is something wrong uh, from a leadership standpoint with the senior leaders in this country. There's a massive disconnect between the door kickers on the ground, the people that are serving front towards enemy, and and, and the people that are serving in air-conditioned offices in the Pentagon. And quite frankly, I think that they've forgotten just the core tenet of leadership. Leadership lesson number one, it is not about you leadership is about serving others if service is beneath you then true leadership will always be beyond you and career politicians like joe biden that's how they are that's how they're wired that's all they really care about and i think that you're seeing that lack of attention and that lack of care playing out in afghanistan right now right before our eyes every single day
1: and that theme is one that's been voiced Uh, right here in this studio by Omar Tarazi, the Hilliard attorney who ran for the 15th Congressional District. Uh, Omar is a Muslim. We don't share the same faith. We share the same commitment to servant leadership. And he says, we're not going to get out of the situations that we're in locally, statewide, nationally, unless we elect and insist and demand servant leadership from our leaders. Joe Biden's not a servant leader. He's in politics for what politics can do for him. It's made him a very rich man. It's given him power, prestige, prominence. But it didn't equip him with the ability to lead. And he didn't seek that out. And we're suffering for it. And we're going to suffer for it for, it's almost unfathomable to think, three more years plus? What kind of shape are we going to be in when he Finally, it is no longer our president. Wow. It's uh, not a pleasant thought to contemplate. Neither is the fact that among those Americans trapped in Afghanistan are students from the American University of Afghanistan. Uh, one of them told the New York Times, We are all terrified. There is no evacuation, there is no getting out. Six hundred students. Six hundred. I thought we were only a hundred over there, Joe. Oh wait, you didn't tell me the truth. Wow. I mean, if you total up all the stories of people, it's going to come to way more than a hundred. There's uh, thirty people from El Cajon, California, over there trapped. There's twenty five from Sacramento, students and parents. I wish we could send this lady over there. She'd make it happen. Her name. Where's her name? How can you write a news story without her name in it? Okay, for the moment, we will refer to her as a California mom. She's being called a hero by state officials. So that tells you not because she voted for the recall of Gavin Newsom. No, she's being called a hero because she fought off a mountain lion with her bare hands after it attacked her five-year-old son. The boy was playing near a tree in his home west of Los Angeles when a 65-pound mountain lion attacked him. Now, I have a German Shepherd, probably about 60 pounds, and that dog pulls me all over the yard. A 65-pound mountain lion. Not a wildcat. There's a difference between a wildcat and a mountain lion. A mountain lion's a cougar, okay? I'm sure I'll get some animal person say. No, no, a mountain lion is not a cougar. They're the pretty much the same. California Fish and Wildlife spokesman Patrick Foy. They name him, but not the mom. Why would she want to be private? She deserves to have her name out there. She observed the mountain lion dragging her son 45 yards, half a football field almost, Before his mother came to the rescue, she ran out of the house, started punching and striking the mountain lion with her bare hands and got him off her son. So the California Department of Wildlife then came to the scene, tranquilized the mountain lion, put it to sleep, didn't kill it until they looked under its claws and discovered, you know, human flesh. So it was the same mountain lion. So then they euthanized it. Of course... We can't just shoot the mountain lion because it's hanging around a house. No, we have to wait for something bad to happen or prove that it's happened before we can actually do something about it. Uh, I meant to tell you this story today earlier when we were talking about Afghanistan, but just to demonstrate the level of Joe Biden's disdain for people is the story of this Afghan interpreter, uh, Mohammed, who's getting quite a bit of run in the news, who helped rescue Joe Biden, John Kerry, and another senator from a helicopter that had to land in the snow in the mountains of Afghanistan. This guy drove out there with American service personnel. They kept the Taliban at bay, got Kerry and Biden back. And what is Joe Biden's overwhelming recollection of that? Well, of course, he used it for Joe Biden's benefit. He told the story on the campaign trail about how he was stranded in Afghanistan. I went to Afghanistan, and I'm in the mountains, and if you want to see the Taliban, I can take you there because I know where they are. Instead of crediting the person who helped save his life that, oh, by the way, he's left behind in Afghanistan now. Man, Joe Biden is a bad person. He's an evil person. He's a He is gripped in the clutches of evil. He just is. It doesn't give me any pleasure to say that, but I'd be lying to you if I didn't say that. Now, uh, I have apple trees at my property, and we are several weeks away from picking what looks to be a pretty bountiful crop of apples. And so, to warm up for that, allow me to pick some low-hanging fruit for you, off the editorial pages of the Columbus Dispatch. Uh, the, The editorial reads, The criminal justice system should be designed to treat all people fairly. Yet we know that is not the case. Okay, so here we go. Who's getting cheated? The editorial says, Individuals who identify as LGBTQ are one of the many communities the system fails, and they disproportionately interact with the criminal justice system. Hmm. From arrest to probation and parole, LGBTQ plus individuals are overrepresented throughout every stage of the process and are far too often faced with injustice at the hand of cash bail. Uh, they say that cash bail is unfair because if you can't pay it, you can't get out of jail. So I have a question. Why are LGBTQ individuals overrepresented at every stage of the process? Wouldn't they have to be committing crimes to get into the justice system in the first place? Why are LGBTQ people incapable of getting jobs and having the assets to provide cash bail? This editorial raises some questions that seem to reflect poorly on the ability of the LGBTQ plus community to observe, the uh, preferred mores of society? Get jobs? Save money? Have friends? We'll bail them out? So we are to discriminate by giving favorable treatment, according to this editorial, to the LGBTQ plus community because they are, what, incapable of not breaking the law, incapable of getting jobs, Having people who help them in their time of need? I'm confused. Let's a dispatch? Of course I am.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon intelligence agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.